Welcome to Loveline with neo-feminist entrepreneur and talk show host, Amber Rose. I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self-confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self-empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist, Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans. This is Loveline with Amber Rose. Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's going on, Dr. Chris? Hey, what's happening? Chilling, man. Chilling. Happy as fuck. You glow. I'm glowing. Yeah, you're 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 probably in you're in my favorite place. Early love mm-hmm. is is the most magical time of someone's life. Yeah. It was so unexpected. That's what's beautiful about it. It's really amazing, actually. <laughs> I love love. That's what I kept saying all day. <laughs> it just and it shaves off the rough edges on anything else in life that might not be going the way you want. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a beautiful thing, man. I'm happy. Uh, shit is awesome. We're gonna talk about so, shit. So get off Amber's back. Let her be happy. Oh no, they can stay on my back. You're too happy to care. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Can I tell you something really sad that happened yesterday? What? I'm a big, big brother fan. Like, mm-hmm. super fan. Have you ever seen the show? Uh, no. Oh, three, it's on three nights a week. Okay. Okay. So there's this guy on the show. His name is Cody. And You're such a fucking nerd for I having know. this conversation, by the way. But it's going to go south real quick. Okay. So Cody's been kind of a bully on the show. And a video got released yesterday. Okay. Not that aired, you know, one that did not air on the show, where he goes on a tirade uh, using the word tranny and basically going on and on saying I'm in the Marine Corps I can get away with saying stuff why would I care that point zero 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 one percent of the population is fucking trannies I don't need to deal with their psychological is issues fucking trannies or fucking trannies are fucking trannies are like are th- that they're that they're trannies yeah okay go ahead like why would i care it's such a small percentage of the world i don't need to worry what about the psychological person. issues you know blah 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 and he's a horrible person um i'll be curious to see like what the network and the show does about that or him because there was a season where everyone was dropping these racist bombs wow and while you're on the show you don't know what's going on in the world outside but all these people that are saying that were getting fired by their employees not knowing they got fired, but right. publicly their companies were like, we fired them. They're racist. Yeah. So these people got off the show after being there all summer fired. I mean, this is my whole thing. Racism in 2017 is just like, why? Yeah. Like for what? Yeah. But my, but also another thing is, is that obviously it comes from their parents and their families. Okay. Right. So let's, let's come together. Okay. And maybe you know, not hate them for being racist. You know what I mean? Because then we're almost stooping down to their level, right? Right. Like you're racist. I hate you. Yeah. Instead, let's maybe change their mind. Yes. Like, uh, like, uh, American history X. Remember the movie? Yeah. So he went to prison and he met this cool ass black dude and they became like fucking besties and he got out and he's just like, yo, like, Black people are cool. Yo, go watch that movie. If you guys haven't seen that movie, that's such a really good movie. But that's a beautiful message. And that's kind yeah. of like my thing as well. Is, you know, I, I hate I hate that that's a reality for some people that this guy thinks that way. 
you know, unfortunately the trans community is a very, is a big minority. And so there, there's still some level of acceptability and using words like tranny where you throw the N word around and there's a lot more people that are going to be bothered by that. Right. You say something like the word tranny and there's a, a lot of people that'll kind of let it slide. But you know, that's what I was calling on Twitter, his, his male privilege, that's trans violence. And like, let's educate them and let them know that it doesn't matter. Listen, my son is my assistant, Benji, shout out to Benji. Yep. Um, is a tom girl. Yeah. He refers to himself as a tom girl. And he has like bull ma- Shakori. <laughs> come here real quick. Come here, come here. We're calling in a last minute guest. Sorry. No, I just need some water. Can you give me some water, babe? <laughs> Please, honey. Thank you. My throat's hurting. That's right. Um so anyway, uh, my assistant Benji, he calls himself a tom girl. He ref- uh you know, he refers to himself as a tom girl. And, you know, sometimes he's just dressed like a boy and he just looks like a regular cool guy. And then sometimes he has full wigs and like, you know, makeup. And my son, you know, uh, he lives here with me. He's my personal assistant. So he my son, you know, will see Benji and be like, Benji, you look so beautiful. Your makeup oh. looks so cool. I mean, it really does. When like does you it. look <laughs> really, really beautiful, Benji. I love your hair, you know, because my son is not like. You're a fag. You're gross. Why are you a boy with a wig? Why are you a boy with makeup? He hasn't. Your son's been lucky in that he hasn't had a chance yet to be socialized into believing that you can't live like that or be fluid and go back and forth as you choose. Yeah, but he gets it because he has a cool mother and people around him like Uncle Benji. That is, you know, they are who they are. And I'm raising my son to be an individual. But that's why you're talking about the importance of bringing one's children around a diverse group of people so that they can understand the beauty and health of diversity. And that's really important. It's so important. It's so important. So, like I said, these this guy, this this Marine, you know, probably was raised in a family that didn't teach him shit. Yeah. So, you know, instead of going ham on him, because obviously for someone to say it like that, he doesn't know any better. Right. You know what I mean? So let's fucking let's show him. Well, I watch three nights a week, so I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Tweet his ass. I, I, I did. Be like, look, uh, I'm not mad at you because your family raised you to be ignorant. I just wanted to let you know that what you're saying is wrong. Bam. Kaplow. Hashtag. We have a phone call. Holly is on the line. Hey, Holly. Hello. What's Hi. up? Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, my God. I can't believe this is happening. It's really happening. How are you guys? We're good. We're, we're yeah, chilling. We're, it's like 110 yeah, degrees. I was going to say, here. we're taking in the California oh. heat, and it's no joke today. Oh, man. I live in Florida. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. How can we help you, babe? Okay, so I am three months pregnant, and my husband, like, I just want to do some, like, kinky-ass sex, okay? And I'm pregnant, and my husband's like, I don't want to do it because there's a baby inside of you. So I'm looking for some advice. I'm like, how can I... Well, wait, Amber's first question is, (laughs) what kind of kink are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Like, some bondage. Which means what to you? Like, you know, tie me up and you know, have his way. Well, we learned Testing. last week that Amber's into the, what did we say? You were in the handcuffs last week. We talked about this, right? But I'm you weren't down in, with the I'm not, cuffs. I'm not into it. But you'd be open to it. Maybe. <laughs> Dude, that, see, that's what I'm talking about though. It sounds awesome. It sounds fun. Yeah. Listen, me personally, I wouldn't suggest it while you're pregnant. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. because, um, I mean, you know, you can wait. It's another six months. I think you should wait. I think the most important thing right now is your baby. So yeah. you, you know, uh, even at three, so you're, you passed the first trimester. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you Just know, passed it. yeah, I still, you know, I still think that you shouldn't be in compromising positions while you're pregnant. Um, because of the, the safety of the baby. I think that should be, just be your number one priority. Uh, sex is definitely very healthy while you're pregnant. But as far as getting tied up and stuff, you can, you know, obviously I was pregnant before. So, you know, you can get like a really bad cramp or, you know, your body is just changing like every single second. So I, I don't personally suggest that you do it right yeah, now. Yeah, high five to that because I... I always see a little bit of a red flag if someone's wanting or demanding something right now. And, and I'll say, well, sit with it. Think about it. Come back to another time. It's like, no, I have to do it right now. It's like, well, why? You know, and I agree with Amber in that. Have sex. It's going to be really good for you. But I would say definitely have sex in ways that aren't going to stress you out. Um, stress hormones, really bad for the baby. Adrenaline, really bad for the baby. Um, and focus on doing other sexual things that you know, are going to kind of keep you guys connected and close. And I want, I love that you still feel sexy and sexual while pregnant. For sure. You know? Oh yeah. Ignore my kid in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's your other baby in the background. Oh, right on. Oh yeah. You <laughs> yeah. mad cause I took the fake phone away. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, thank you guys. For sure. For sure. Thanks for calling in Holly. I love hearing women that are pregnant and still feel really hot and attractive and sexy. Yeah, I felt very beautiful when I was pregnant. Um, I really didn't want, I wasn't horny like that mm -hmm. when I was pregnant, mm -hmm. but every woman is different. But yeah, I definitely think like the baby should just be the number one priority right now and not be. Yeah, I'm a fan of that as well. Like hang in there another six months. Yeah. <laughs> that bondage rope ain't going anywhere. Yeah, it definitely is not, girl. Okay? It's sitting there waiting for It you. is waiting for It's something to look forward to. Okay. Get you through that pregnancy. Do you have any, do you have, do you have any quizzes for me today? Uh, you know, it's like Dr. D only has so many damn quizzes for your ass. Make one. Make one. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Um... Well, there's a, you know, I, I watch these stories about these rising trends. Um, okay. There's a rising trend in the cosmetic surgery world about designer nipples. Oh, wow. Yeah. As, as like what? Well, because now there's Because I probably have a really great story for you. Uh, I imagine you would. There's a big fashion trend right now of women. I think Rihanna's one of the key ones they point to who are just casually showing nipple. And so it's heightened this sense of like, you know, just casually wear a top that happens to be a little more sheer or whatnot and show some nipple and it's making women more aware of the normality of the nipple. So I didn't do that. Rihanna did that. Oh, I mean, okay. I meant to say. Exactly. Amber Rose no. has <laughs> gotten the focus on the No, Rihanna, Rihanna definitely the does that. Oh, Rihanna definitely does that a lot. Yeah. But I do that as well. I have my tits out constantly. Did you, now let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Upon doing so. Yeah. Did you ever stop, look, and assess your nipples in terms of like should I could I would I like did you have any nipple awareness or did you just do it yeah okay so for me right I have inverted nipples okay which I was born that way right okay. but I have nipple piercings that push my nipples out oh I didn't know this yeah cool. and so that's why it was very difficult for me to breastfeed and stuff like that I would have to have like a suction it's like a suction kind of like um uh, like little plastic things that like pulls your nipples out so the baby can breastfeed. Mm. It was it was actually very painful for me. 
Um, and some people actually PS use versions of that for nipple play sexually and to enlarge their nipples. Yeah, like a clamp and, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like a suction thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So even like when I got my nipples pierced, I had to like kind of like play with the nipple and then bring it out and then clamp it and then get it pierced. Damn. So, it gets okay. so I say all that to say that it would be amazing if I had fucking nipples that just poked out. That would be awesome. I love you sharing that openly because that's, that's, that's always my concern is mm-hmm. I love when... In our culture, we need to get more comfortable with bodies and nudity, right? We don't need to get away from, we need to move towards. But the anxiety is always about the more we start to show a body part and that becomes popular, people then start to stress and get anxiety about, do I have the right version of that body part, right? Right, right. So, So I love that you're sharing that, like your nipples weren't, quote unquote, the ideal. No, they're, no, they're, they fucking go inwards. And you're like, and I'm gonna show them anyway. Yeah, but that's why I got my nipples pierced so sure. they can stick out a little bit so more. So are you recommending that? Well, I'm saying if you have inverted nipples yeah. like me, um, I was born that way. So that's something that I just can't help. But right. like um, if you want your nipples to stick out, get them pierced. Yeah. I know some guys that have done that. There's a small percentage of men that have sexual um, arousal built into their nipples. I don't. If you touch mine, it's neutral slash it can hurt. Yeah. But I know guys that they like them played with and piercing them can heighten that sensitivity. Yeah. I've never done that. I'm surprised I haven't. I'm the kind of person that Oh my god. Have, As the second you get your nipples pierced, really? you're instantly turned on. Why did I? I'm surprised I haven't done you that. You have like 1 second of pain. Yeah. I just haven't. Oh. Hey Hi. Bash. Hi pumpkin. You took off. I just had so Bash just walked in and I just was out there with him putting on some fun makeup, making him a, a scary zombie clown, but he washed it all off. What are you doing, buddy? I need I need a microphone. You need a I'm, microphone? I'm actually scared what he might say on that microphone. <laughs> That's adorable. Hey, let pumpkin me, pie. Let me share a stat with you. Give me a kiss. I love you. 75 I love you, buddy. Hey, listen, mommy has to work right now. Mm, I know you want to work with me. I'll let you get on the microphone when I'm done, okay? No. Oh, hey, you better listen. No. You better listen to me. No. Come on, your pool party's outside. Is his friends coming? Here coming? comes Jess. Yeah, she's right here. Yeah. Oh. oh. She's right there. See, All they, right. See how, quick, see how quick and easy that is? Lock that door. What, we were just talking about what? <laughs> <laughs> no, odd transition back. Uh, I was saying that the majority of women, about 75% or more, have asymmetrical nipples. Mm-hmm. So 75% don't have symmetrical nipples, but the, the whole article is just talking about how now women are getting surgery to try to get them symmetrical and perfect. Mm. I might look into that. That might yeah. be cool. I mean, it's always interesting how fashion can change body normality or body ideals. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone has their own like little insecurities and shit. For sure. But for me, I'm just like, shit. Here it is. Let's look up. It is what it is, (laughs) man. I love that. You either gonna suck on them, play with them, or be like, ew. (laughs) 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 Fuck it. All right. We, uh, what is this like? What what is this? What's what's her name? Jamie. Okay. Jamie. It was an extra eye in there. It's extra two eyes, actually. Oh, you put a you put a dot on top of the E. Oh, sorry. So. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, I haven't seen that. It was like a I. It was like J A I M I, and then an E with the I with it. Was a, fun spelling. Okay, Jamie. Yeah. 
Oh. Hey, man, what's going on? Wagwan. <laughs> Not a whole lot. Hey, look, so look, please, you know, spell my name right. J-M-I-E, okay? Oh, got it, hey, got look, it. So, Producer Ann. <laughs> we'll blame it on the heat. Hey, <laughs> hey so look, I, was, I overheard the conversation about the nipple things. Right, you know, I can see girls doing it because it's like sexy or whatever. Not trying to be like... You know, a hypocrite or anything like that. But men, it's like I really don't get that, right? And with my nipples, you don't touch that. You know, it just it's just icky for me with that. You know, but I don't know. You don't like your nipples touched. Say something about that, but. I yeah, but there's a lot of guys of that. that that fucking love it. Like, Dude, if you, you know play with nipples, like their that? dick gets yes. dumb hard. I feel limited by the fact that there are parts of my body that I can't <laughs> fold into sexuality. I feel that way about my clit, but, honestly. Know. I feel like my clit, like if it was more sensitive, like hmm. I just don't like my clit licked like that. It hurts. Yeah, you're the right. one that needs like a yeah. That's just how I feel about my nipples. You know, you play with them too long, it's not hurting. Yeah, mine hurt. Mine hurt right away. Uh, I don't know. All right, Jamie, how can we help you, babe? What's going on? Well, you know, I'm, you know, it's my thing is, you know, that I just don't understand. My question is, how is it that when it comes to homosexuality, it's glorified with women and frowned upon with men? Not saying that I'm homosexual or anything right. like that, but you know, I'll be talking to my guys. I'm like, you know, that's homosexual activity. And they'd be like, well, you know, and they talk about guys and they, some people even actually with well, some guys even be like really homophobic when it comes to that. And I really don't get that. Uh, you know? I can explain and I'll try to make it real simple because it's kind of stuff I, I write about for days and days. But basically we live in a um, male centric world. They, you know, some people call it like a patriarchal world where male norms are what we're socialized with. And, you know, the most problematic thing for most quote unquote dudes is anything effeminate or homophobic, you know, and those two intersect for a lot of people. And so the key buzzword right now we're using is like toxic masculinity. There was an ESPN cover recently Mm -hmm. where they were showing naked athletes on the cover. Yeah. And there was a lot of dudes that were like, yo, I didn't need to see that. I didn't need to start my day seeing a half naked dude with a baseball bat while I'm eating my cereal. It's like, calm down, dude. Like you fucking have the same thing. Yeah. That doesn't make you gay. And if it did, that would be okay as well. And guess what else doesn't make you gay? Ass play. Bam. But that is not Jamie's question. So, going back to your question, Jamie, nipples. we are afraid of we are afraid of we are afraid of homo, homosexuality. Um, and here's the kicker: you know, not only are most people down with two girls doing that, but if a girl is with a girl and goes back yeah. to be with a dude, we're like, yeah, we'll accept that you're straight. But once a dude is with a dude, we're like, you are gay and you are gay forever, and we will accept nothing else but gayness. Yeah, that's what they do when you're a stripper as well. What do you mean? Like if you're a stripper, you are forever a stripper, oh, no matter how successful you. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, because well, it's know. like it's like the, it's almost like derogatory, right? It's yeah. like it's like you did something so shameful by Stigma being with another forever. man that you will never be forgiven. Well, because a lot of people won't accept that a dude can be primarily aroused by a woman, but also be open enough to be willing to just see, try or tip into something with another dude real quick, figure it out, whatever. Yeah. Um, if he I, likes it, if he doesn't. Yeah. I know guys that are in that are heterosexual mm-hmm. and they do gay porn because it pays really, really well where straight porn doesn't pay well for dudes. And people are like, he's straight up gay. And it's like, really? He's paying his rent and has a hot car. Okay. And his masculinity is so solid that he's cool with like messing around with the dick for a job. Yeah. But he's got a girlfriend and he's into chicks. 
Well, you know, that's that's kind of different, right? Because porn is, is really just acting anyway, that's right? right? You know, they just, you know, it's like hyperbole when it comes to the sexual. Uh, so that's, that's kind of different. But you're a smart guy, I Jamie, because a lot of dudes wouldn't have just said what you said. Like, that's pretty woke. Like, there's a lot of guys that'd be like, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> so right. props to well, you for you that. Know, the, the thing with me is this, with myself is this, right? Because I, I, what I think, well, I, what I believe is that it's all society. Now, if society was okay with it, you know, people are like sheep, right? So if society was okay with if they glorify it, then they'll do that. I don't think people are just using common sense, right? Because if you think about it, we're both created by man and woman. So, you know, and and it's like, it's nuts for me, for myself. I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not an expert or anything like that. But it's kind of natural for some guys to even think about it or not. You know, just because you think about it, don't mean you have to act on it. Well, but guys, Jamie, let me tell you something about, like, shocking. I thought about it, and I've, I've had my experiences too. But yeah. I consider myself heterosexual. You know, and 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 what they call what is that? Metrosexual. But so, I'm not a homosexual, right? right. You know, I don't get aroused but, by men, right? I, I, I can get kinky. You know, I can do some kinky shit, right? You know, but I consider myself heterosexual. But a lot of guys think because if you think about it, it's forbidden. Right. You know, it's taboo. You're right. not supposed to think about it. It's all this masculinity things and shit like that, right? And I'm like, that's really unreasonable. You know, you're saying that person, you thought about being with a man sexually, but you never acted on it. Did I just say that? No, I'm no, I'm asking. I didn't quite understand what you were saying. No, I'm, you know, what I'm saying is, I, you know, I, I think it's natural for at least to have the thought. Right. You know, that's what I'm saying. At least to have the thought. Well, you know, a lot of guys won't admit that they have a thought. You know, some people think about it and just not act upon it. Yeah, like, but you have, so you basically you're saying you have, the, you have the thought of being with a guy. You just never did it before. No, that's not what I said. I said I had my experiences. That's what I said, Amber. I didn't say that. Right, right. You know, I've had my experience, and I don't do anything I'm ashamed of, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I still consider myself as a heterosexual. And you get to I'm define yourself. Women. That's my that's my issue as as a psychologist is when someone tells you how they define, the answer should always be, got it. Sounds good to me. Like, we don't have a right to tell someone who they are when they tell us who they are, because that comes up with gender. Mm-hmm. Where people are like, please don't refer to me with a certain pronoun. And, you know, here's the thing. Check this out, Jamie. Yeah, you don't even have to label yourself as anything. The Generation Z, which yeah. is like, I, I, you know, this stuff throws me off a little bit. But the millennials are the people that are in the generation younger than me and Amber. Right, Amber? Is that it? Yes. And then the Generation Z are the ones younger than millennials. I think so. The Generation Z kids, they did a huge study. This is actually done by MTV. 65% of Generation Z did not identify as heterosexual. 65% did not identify as heterosexual. What, did they identify as bi? They identified as either other or gay or queer or bi or not sure or not comfortable with the word straight. But we're moving towards a population that is saying, I'm pretty much straight, but I ain't mad a little bit sometimes and moving even closer and closer. Yeah, like I like what I like when I like it. Totally. And I think it's really healthy. And that's kind of what Jamie, I think, is talking about. We have to get more comfortable with movement and fluidity and experimentation and all that. So anyway, thank you for your call. That was a that was well said. Thanks, Jamie. Okay. Okay. Can I have a question? One question before you leave. What is considered other? What is other? Well, and that's kind of what I love about where we're at right now is you know, it's self-defined. Not everyone's comfortable with the very few labels okay. that we've currently been putting out there as what you have to choose from. And I love that. 
Yeah. Okay. So do I. So do I. Okay. Hey, it's always a pleasure, man. Take care. Bye, Jamie. So, I mean, he brings up a really important topic. I know a lot of people that are really frustrated with the fact that they can't experiment, think about something, watch some porn without being stigmatized forever. Like you said, I was getting are. confused with his question, though. Yeah. I didn't quite understand. Um, yeah, as to whether or not he was talking about himself having had those thoughts. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know because he was like, I was like, are you saying, he was like, I think it's natural to have these thoughts. And I was like, okay, so you're saying that you're having these thoughts. And he was like, no. And he was like, but I've done shit. Yeah. So, and you're like, but what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, am shit. I just nosy? You're like, no, I think you're asking what everyone at home listening is wondering. I think he was just more comfortable posing it as a theoretical <laughs> and not uh, really. Not owning it. Not really owning yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what was pissing me off. Yeah, and you know, yeah. Again, we live in a culture but, where yeah. people feel stigmatized. So yeah. they're like, I have a friend who has a friend who has a friend. I get it. I get it. I understand. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie, man. But that's why you were talking earlier. You about don't got to. You don't got to be ashamed, man. We not, we, not we love, love not on Love Line. We love everybody we over do. here, man. We do, and that's Straight why I loved up. you bringing up the whole Benji thing because yeah. I'm in love with living in a world where everyone can just wear what they want, attach some label that we've never heard of before, and live their damn life. And this is, you know, what's so funny is like people they're like, you know, she's obsessed with like the fashion world. I'm like, yo, I'm really not. I don't like that world. Actually, I I thought that I liked it until I until I started going out to like Paris and London mm. and Fashion Week and stuff like that. And then I was just like, these people are fucking stupid. Like these people are like. So, I mean, obviously not everyone. There's amazing people that are in the fashion world, like Jeremy Scott and Vivian you know, Westwood. Yeah, you oh, know, but damn. like just just real creative, dope yeah. people. So I'm just but saying they're the rule breakers. You like the rule breakers. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm saying not necessarily the designers, more so like the superficial people that make the fashion world horrible because it's like. What are you wearing? Let me look at your tag. What yeah. do you have on? How much does that cost? Ugh, I can't believe she's wearing this. I can't believe he's wearing that. And it's just like, let people wear what the fuck they want to wear. Like, it's so annoying to be so superficial to like judge someone for what they have on. That's why I love my team and I love Benji and Joseph and yeah. everyone. Well, and even you too, Dr. Chris. Like, you, you kind of just do your own thing. Well, because it can bump into things like classism and elitism. We're not, not everyone can afford to wear that summer's hottest fashion or color of the year. Mm-hmm. Not everyone, every season can go buy a new wardrobe. Right. And, and I also agree with you. There's something too robotic and boring about everyone designing the cut that everyone else is designing at that moment or at that time. Right. I love it. And the funniest thing you said to me, and I might've said this before is when, when we were doing the VH1 show, you were wearing something and I was loving it. Cause I was like, what? Is that? And mm-hmm. you're like, I hope I'm on the worst dress list. Oh, <laughs> you're yeah. like, that is my goal. And I love it. I love to that for you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. What is oh, this? okay. So okay. there's a line of luxury sheets. Oh, my God. The sheets. Oh, I love these sheets. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I used to sleep exclusively in jersey knit sheets because it felt like sleeping in a big comfortable t-shirt yeah i I would refuse to let go then i got the bowl and branch and i literally have had my entire 
uh, nocturnal life completely flipped. You've on been its head. ranting and raving about this. <laughs> they literally changed my sleep. I used to wake up a lot during the night, and I blamed everything else but the sheets. And having these sheets now, I sleep better. And I don't know what it is. Wow! But they're comfortable. Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, if you go to bowlandbranch.com, you'll get mm-hmm. $50 off your first set of sheets, free shipping, use the promo code LOVELINE. And I have the gray ones. They're Ooh. comfortable as hell. Well, they just sent me the uh, cream color ones because okay. I have like a champagne color, uh, like, Ooh, the, mm, mm. you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, I'm I'm dying to try them, but I felt them and yeah. they're super, super soft. So I think I'm going to have Joseph put them on today. Yeah, do it. I mean, they, they changed the game. They're really comfortable. In my head, I somehow thought like, hot, you know, hotel sheets, which can be comfortable, but these are like game changers. I don't know. I love them. I have the gray ones. You have the champagne ones. Yeah. Uh, 50 bucks off free shipping love line promo code. And, um, it's ball and branch and ball is B O L L and branch.com. Um, damn $50 off yeah, you gotta the try first set of sheet. I mean, you, you have to try them. Um, yeah. And put in love line, the promo code and, uh, enjoy. Yeah. 30 nights. If you don't like them, they'll take them back. So no lose. Awesome. Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist Chris Donahue. Okay, uh, we have Jessica on the line. Hey, Jessica. Hi. Hi. Hi, Amber. Hi, Dr. Chris. Hey. What's up? <laughs> What's going um, on, babe? How can we help you? Do you got first of all? Do you have a guest? I don't want to like be rude and not no, say hi no, to them. We don't have a guest today. It's just okay. Just um, so bear with me because this is like such a long and complicated story. Um, but first, I want to say I've been listening to that show for so long now, and it's really made me feel so much more confident in like being a woman and like in my sex life. So I just really want to thank you guys for that. You're welcome. Um, so, so I. I just thought, I don't even know where to begin. So, um, I have been in a relationship now for four years with a man who was in Scotland. Um, we met in college and he was a foreign exchange student. So he, um, ended up going back after a year and we decided that we wanted to make it official. And so we've been back and forth for the four years and we've just been doing the whole long distance thing. And I'm, not the type of person who's ever like jealous i never have gone on his phone even if i wanted to like i know i wouldn't find anything because he's just been so loyal he's been so good to me um and he's really proved himself and in the beginning of the relationship i wasn't really super faithful um so we have a pretty interesting background um and it's made us strong and it's made us who we are because he he knows about he knows um, about your lack of faithfulness early on Sorry. He knows that early on you weren't quote unquote faithful. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was in a, yeah, I was in a relationship, um, for three years before him. Um, and it ended really, really badly, broke my heart. And like, I had been wanting to get back together with this other guy, but, uh, my fiance was leaving to go back to Scotland and I couldn't like pass it up. So I was kind of like talking to my, you know, I was with my current boyfriend, but talking to my ex and, the whole thing kind of went up in flames. So he knew about that. Um, but we ended up, you know, getting over it and doing great. And we got engaged, um, last year in Rome, he took me to Rome and it was so romantic and it was just like everything anyone could ever ask for. Um, but like I said, I've been listening to the show for a while and 
I just want to be more adventurous. I've been wanting to have a threesome for a really long time now. Amber, I know that's like not you at all, but like. Oh, girl, I don't judge. I do not judge. (laughs) I wish it was me. Shit. Um, And so, I mean, he doesn't know any of my friends. Like, he doesn't have any contact with any people. So I thought it was just like the best idea. And I wanted to do it before we got married. So. Um, and mind you, we've been going back and forth, visiting each other, back and forth, back and forth. These flights are expensive, but we've been doing it. Um, so he was just here recently, and we decided to have the threesome. Um, and I've been asking him for a while if he wanted to do it. He would say no, but then he finally said yes, so we did the threesome. And after, it just got super weird. Like, he started, like, hiding his phone. He started, he wanted to hang out with a girl more while he was here. And mind you, we only have, like, two weeks together. Um, so we just started acting super, super weird, and I was getting weird vibes. And whenever we would all three hang out, I could tell they were flirting. And then I, of course, like went in his phone and saw that they had been messaging, and the whole thing just like went girl? up in flames. The girl Sorry. Yeah, who is she though? Is she your friend? Yeah. So we were really good friends, um, and you know, she told me like she looked up to me. I was a role model to her, like. We, we were just really good friends, and she always told me, like, you know, I really care about you. And it wasn't, like, premeditated. We had talked about it before, but it just was one of those things where it happened. We were all in the room, and it just happened. Um, so, basically, my relationship now is, like, completely on the, like, I don't even know. Like, I, I don't even know where we are. I don't know how I'm supposed to trust him again. He told me, he like, he was lying about it, and I found out, and he was saying how he felt protective over her, and he, like, needed to be there for her, and there's so many other details. Okay, let me, let me, holding let, hands, me, let me jump just, in. Let me jump in, just so we yeah. can keep this, because I want this to always be a big old learning lesson for everybody listening. So, a couple things. Uh, I'm sorry that happened, number one. So I just want to send out my sympathy. That that was not understandably what you were walking in there expecting to have happen from a three-way. Uh, yeah. Have you sat him down and, and like literally just had that talk of, hey, uh, when in your phone, we can talk about the fact that I shouldn't have done that after this conversation, but I did. And I see that you're talking to her and you live in another country and we are uh, in a primary committed relationship and you're now having a secondary one with her. I'm not okay with that. I need you to stop talking to her completely and focus back on me. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Have you had that conversation? Yeah, so okay. we talked about it. So the whole thing, like, you know, we we all, like, went to the beach, and he, you know, thought that we were going to keep doing it. Let me and jump I in told again. him, no, I didn't want to continue. Like, hold on, hold on. Why okay, are you sorry. all getting together and hanging out as friends? After He wanted to. Okay. I, after it happened, like this is what I was you do. done. I was good. Jess? I I didn't want to do it anymore. Then your body and he told me like Jess. Sorry. Do not <laughs> I'm saying this with sorry. love. Your body should then not be climbing in the backseat of the car and going to the beach when you say no. Because I know. I'm not saying that you can't say no. Well, I'm saying this. You're giving mixed messages if you're saying I don't want us all to hang out and further bond and then you go to the beach and laugh and have fun and hang out with them all. You need to be more hardlined. Here's the thing I always say, like your primary relationship has to be primary. Right. You have a right yeah. to say this comes before your job, your other friends, other girls. We had a three way, like you get to say we have to go backwards and I want to tie it all up real tight again. Um, even people that have open relationships 
or a poly. There are times where they'll say, because of what's going on currently in my life or our relationship, we need to shut it all down for a month and reconnect and maybe we'll open it up again. There's never like mm-hmm. a final answer forever and ever. Yeah. You have a right to be like, I want to put the brakes on whatever we're doing, but stop communicating in any way that I'm cool with us mm-hmm. all still hanging out and communicating like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't feel obligated. That's your man, girl. <laughs> it's just my thing is that he was, like, lying so hard to, like, cover up that they had been, like, texting and flirting and stuff. So, like, I don't know how I'm supposed to, like, trust him again. You're He's never given me a reason to not. I'm hoping that this other girl who is your friend is mature enough for you to reach out to her and say, listen, this is my primary partner. Yeah, did you guys have a conversation, you and the girl? Oh, no. yeah, absolutely. I mean, we try- I tried to talk to her, and she's just, like, I guess she put me on the block list. I don't know, right, but like, well then this she's is actually like single-handedly ruined. Like, then you absolutely should not be playing friendship with these people. Uh, w- literally, this like just happened, yeah. so it's it's all like crumbling. Yeah, but why is she blocking you when you brought her in for a threesome and she's trying to take your man? That's fucking. Because she's well, and she's and she's saying that like. It's my fault because I can't handle it and I'm jealous, but that's not it. Like, yeah, because it was I supposed to be time. a threesome and not a fucking full on relationship with all three of you guys. And it's just be a one time thing. Own that. Own that. Be like, you're right. I'm jealous. And I'm jealous. You are having a secondary relationship with my primary partner. I'm jealous and I can't handle it. And it's okay that I'm jealous and can't handle it. And I need you to stop. And you need to say to your partner, I'm jealous. I cannot handle this. And if you won't make me a priority, I have to make you not a priority. And what you do next, mm-hmm. fiance, will tell me whether or not I continue to stay committed to you. Period. Yeah, period. Black and white. Black and white. No other so option. So do you guys... Do you guys think that like Get I should like Get give him, him a second phone. chance? I do, but only if you've laid it out black and white. And yeah, then and then he's an like, you know what, babe? I completely understand where you're coming from. You know, I'm I'm not going to talk to her anymore. You know, I'm going to block her, leave her the fuck alone. I want to be with you, and then you give him another chance because you guys love each other. But you're just, you're making ahead. it seem like um, prop maybe to him that you're cool with all this and you're not and don't and you know what don't have any pride in the situation like well fuck it mm-hmm. if he's gonna do it then just do it be like no i'm not with this shit and own the words be like i am jealous she's right you're right i'm jealous you're right i am threatened by this <laughs> you're right i can't handle this and that's a healthy understandable response to a situation look here's the other thing you know the only friends we should have are what we call friends of the relationship And if your friends are not supportive of your primary relationship, well, then they're not a good friend because unless your your partner fiance is bad for you, then they should be supportive of that and they should be doing whatever they can do to help support that. And she's not. Yeah. And he should then also not want to be in a relationship with her of any kind. So look, do the work, circle back, let us know what happens. I will. All right. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Bye. This is why I don't play. I know. This I mean, is why I'm like, you're my man. You ain't going nowhere. You're going to stay right next to me. You period. ain't looking at nobody. Period. You blocking everybody. Yeah. Unfollowing everybody. Well, that's why I tell people, if you're going to try anything, you need to have a talk before. You don't just do it on the fly and, f- and hope it's all going to work out. You need to set the rules because if your primary relationship is your primary relationship, then you want to make sure you have to do everything you have to do to preserve it. You don't just wing it. For sure. And own that shit. But you, you always, I am jealous. Yeah, own but it. you always say like never 
bring a friend into a threesome. I think it's messy because this is the example. You can't just then chop them out. Yeah. That's why I say if I'm having a three-way, it's going to be with someone who, that we don't know, <laughs> that we're not forced to have to see again. We haven't exchanged phone numbers. Or if we did, your number's not in my phone with a name attached. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I, I delete it after we've texted or whatever it is. And they're literally a human dildo. Right. You are there for the pleasure of me and my primary. It ain't about you. Damn, son. <laughs> I, I, that's, I can't live that life, man. <laughs> I'll be jealous. And that's fair and own that. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with owning that. And that's why I feel bad that this girl was shamed by her friend. Like, you're just jealous. Yeah, I am. Don't yeah. say you're not. You are. For sure. You can't handle this. You're right. I can't handle it. I really definitely <laughs> cannot handle it. That is what most people would say. Own it. Oh, my God. Poor thing. God bless her. We got another story? Oh, we always got stories. Oh, okay. Because we live in a crazy world. Uh, so this is actually really beautiful. We talk a lot about gender. Mm-hmm. Sweden. Yes. Is really big and and moving more so towards the idea of gender neutrality in preschools. And basically what they're saying is, unlike traditional schools or what we do in America, they don't do the whole boys over here, girls over here. Mm-hmm. I need all the boys in line and the girls over there. Boys are going to play these toys and over there girls toys. They basically are just kind of like, here, go. <laughs> Blend in. It's amazing. Everyone gets to know each other. I think that's kind of how California is too. Well, slash, I would make sure my child would go to a school like that if, yeah. if they did. Yeah, I feel like my son's school is like that. Like you it's can gonna play. It's going to have to be. Yeah, you could play with anything. Sebastian's like going to be like, I'm going to play with what I like. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no boy toy box and girl toy box. Yeah, he don't play that shit. Yeah, and thank God because how, I mean, and that's part of the problem is the reason why guys and girls are so confused in dating is because you we are all socialized to not know how to interact with the other quote unquote opposite gender, which actually is not an opposite there's a lot of similarities but we're trained to believe that they're different and unknown because we're not raised with them well that's the thing like when i got a lot of shit for um taking my son to the nail salon and getting his nails painted it's like who the fuck said paint on nails is just for girls like if you really sit there and think about it it is creative it's artistic and it's a color on nails calm down who the fuck said it's just for girls? I know. Why can't my son look at his nails and be like, yo, this is so cool that I have color on my nails? <laughs> yeah. Which, by it's the way, complete bullshit. I got my first pedicure pretty much. Yeah. I was all about it. Fuck yeah, dude. I could have been there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> that is like my new Sunday routine. Yo, I like sent my lawyer to the nail salon. He was like, I'm never going to the nail salon. I'm not fucking doing it. So I made him go. Yeah. Right. He literally goes every week now. Yep. He's obsessed. Telling you. And I bought him sugar scrub for his body because yes. I was like, you're ashy and gross. <laughs> you need to exfoliate yeah. and moisturize your skin. So I bought him the sugar scrub. He's literally at Bath and Body Works like right? every day. That is me as well. I thought all that stuff because I was raised not around such thing. I, I was raised in a household full of boys. Yeah. So there just weren't products laying around that mm-hmm. we weren't introduced to that. And I had to have just in the past year or so get introduced to all this stuff. And it's like, it, it's self-care. It feels good. It yeah. makes me happy. Like I go into that salon and sit in those massage chairs and get the leg rub and they do whatever they're doing and like zone out for an hour. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. Me too. Man. We have another caller. Shay's on the line. <coughs> hey Shay, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Shay. What's up, babe? How can we help you? Um, I have a question. Um, Long story short, I have a friend who's just doing stuff that is very reckless right now. And I want to... Like what? As a friend, I want to... Like what? Like, like, for example, she 
has been smoking and drinking more than usual. And she tells me how, like, she's met a couple of guys and she's had sex with them unprotected. Random guys she met at parties. And she's supposed to be getting her children back, but what she's doing is not helping her towards regaining custody of her children. But when she vents to me and I try to tell her, I try to give her advice, it's like she tells me it's not my place to tell her what she should do. But as a friend, I don't want to see her go down that road or dig a hole deeper for herself. So I just want to know how do I, do I intervene or do I not? Okay. I... Oh, I have been down this road with my my one of my friends I grew up with. She has four kids, and um, you know she she got into some heavy shit. She went to jail for eight months, and then got out. And then it's like you know she still doesn't have her kids, but she kind of like she kind of continuously does like fucked up shit in her life. Um, and I got to a point where like. I had to wash my hands because her life was stressing me the fuck out. And I was like, you know what? I can only help someone so much until they want to help themselves. So it it becomes, you know, it gets to a certain point where you're just like, you've literally exhausted every other option to help your friend. If she does not want to help herself as a grown woman, you, you can't stress your entire life out um, and raise a grown ass woman and tell her, you know, excuse me and and you know basically give your life to her where every day you're just sitting there and trying to help her yeah because you know the fact that you're calling in shows that you care and so i love that and i think what i think what is not a friend first off are the people that are like no it's fine it's fine do that no you look fine no like i think a good friend is the friend that's going to sit you down and be like look you do not want to hear this and this is not necessarily going to make you happy, mm-hmm. but it's because I care about you that I got to let you know what you're doing is fucked up. Like, yeah, or I try to surround it. myself with those people, but Amber nailed it. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. A good friend also, though, at some point does say, I also got to let you know that you are taking me down with you. Yeah. And it is, I'm taking it on and it's negatively impacting my life. And so I got to take a break. I think your last resort, maybe before you kind of wash your hands, is an intervention. Maybe get people that love her and care about her all sit down and then bring her into the room. Obviously, don't tell her it's an intervention because she probably won't show up. Um, And then (laughs) surprise attack her and just everybody just kind of go in on her. Because we care. Yeah, in a loving way. Right. Because we care, we want to let you know. Because we care, we want to help you out. Because we care, we want to let you know what we're seeing. Because we care, we want to let you know how hard it is to be your friend and that if it doesn't change, we have to go. Yeah. That's powerful. Yep. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. For yeah, sure. Good luck. good luck, Shay. I will definitely try that. Thank you so much. Yep, for sure. It's hard. You just want to hang in there and be there for your friend because they need you forever. I have but... washed my hands with so many of my friends. I don't have time. I'm yeah. I'm not. I can only do so much before you start bringing me down with you. Because you. I'll tell you one thing that they say in in, in psychology, and it's true. Is, is you are as healthy as the people you spend time around. Yeah. Please don't think that your friends are a mess and that that's not negatively impacting you or taking you down because it is. For sure. So. All right, you guys. Well, make sure you call in with your questions at 
375-5258. That's 213-375-5258. Go to lovelinewithamberrose.com. You can also go to play.it and subscribe as well. Uh, that's our show, Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.